I am not from Bombay. I come from a small town called Kunur. And my parents back in my hometown, they've been making homemade chocolates my entire life. And they sell it under my name, Shanky's Homemade Chocolates. I'm not trying to market my chocolates to you guys. <laughs> but when I was a kid, I used to help pack these chocolates. And at the end of the day, as a reward, they would give me pocket money. And next day before I go to school, I would give back to them in order to buy homemade chocolates. <laughs> I ended up eating chocolates that I was packing. And I paid for them. I like, they don't taste that good if you have to pay money for it. <laughs> Business was so good that when I was 13 years old, my parents took me to the dentist who fixed my teeth, did two root canals, one extraction, and prescribed me a set of new parents. <laughs> he said, you have to leave before you ha lose all your teeth. Why don't you? <laughs> and the pain is really, really terrible. You know the pain that goes from your teeth to your brain? So quickly, you're all like, I stopped eating chocolates. I'd go to school without eating them and I would sell it to my friends to make more pocket money in black. <laughs> I wanted to cut out the middleman, my parents. I was like, I'll meet directly the customers and sell it to them. I sold enough chocolates that I practically took over the family business. They had no idea that their direct competition was living under their own house. <laughs> What's up? Hi. Hello. Hello. Yes. Hello. Hangover Comedy new... Podcast. Yay! Yes. Episode? What episode is it, Shri? Oh, uh, 30, 32? 32! There 32. you go, man. There you go. Yeah. Right age. It is the perfect age for you to find women and not kill yourself. Mm. So, yeah. I'll, uh, I'm not yeah. 32 yet. So is that when, what's going to happen when I'm 32? I'm okay. <laughs> I mean, unless you're going for single moms, that's a different story. So, mm, okay, yeah, I'll just say, but yeah, I got myself a new cap, by the way. Check it out. Ooh, new cap. No face, just cap. voice. Okay, what? what is yeah, that I mean, it fits. It fits me. Like I'm just yelling twenty four seven, right? So, it is. Yep. Yeah. So, but you have a face though, or you don't want people to see your face. Like, what no, I mean? wouldn't call this a face. I would call it face. I would call this a sculpture of excellence. Uh, mm. but then it is, and and then it is just uh, to tolerated by your family, so mm -hmm. that's how I, I look at it. And this is just uh, a distraction for you to not get over. You don't feel like looking at the sun. You burn your eyes, Kevin. You look at the sun directly. It just burns your eyes. Mm -hmm. Think of it that way. This is like that. You don't look at the sun directly. It'll just, you know, you just start doing this. Just look at this, and just balance it out. Mm -hmm. Okay, I don't know who told you you have a sculpture, but they're, they're completely, <laughs> they must be blind or they're wrong. So, <laughs> anyway, uh, so, yeah. anyway, man, how, how are you doing, man? What's going on? I'm doing good. Uh, I'm doing good. I've been having, uh, been, been to the dentist today. I oh. went to the dentist uh, two days ago. I found out that my teeth is fucked up. Uh, mm. and, uh, and he was asking me questions. The first thing he had goes like, oh my God, do you smoke? And the second goes, do you have a coffee? Mm -hmm. I said, uh, I was hesitant with the second one. I said, I do have a lot of coffee. So yeah, I drink a lot of coffee. You do, you do so, drink a lot of coffee. Now, do you I do. Do you drink it with the straw or no? Who the fuck drinks it with the fucking straw? I drink it with the straw, man. What kind, so, of, an, what, what kind of a genius moron are you to drink it with the fucking... Why? Because, because why? that's how if you, you, you get yellow teeth you by drinking coffee. Okay. But you do real but you do realize that the, the, the it's just going inside. It doesn't matter how you take it in as long as it's going in, right? No, okay. You, you have to understand right? how you drink coffee. When you drink coffee and it goes all over yeah, your I, teeth, if this was a fucking yellow. if this was a fucking cup, I will just chuck it down like like a juice. Mm -hmm. Like just saying, you know, and that's like, why you have yellow teeth. That's the thing. That's why you have yellow <laughs> teeth, is because you just chuck it like a juice 
if you did it with a straw, then like you would, you know, when you brush it, and that that they have more white teeth. That's what I'm saying. I have white teeth. It's there. It's no, there. Don't. No, you don't. No, you don't. You just said that you went to the dentist though, and they said it was horrible. It was the worst teeth that they ever saw in there. I didn't exaggerate on that. You exaggerated on the worst part. Okay. <laughs> I just said he just hit my teeth. He's just doing his fucking job. That's it. <laughs> I'm just saying, dude. Maybe you just wear, uh, drink your coffee with a straw, man. And I'll try. I'll try that. Tea. But yeah, my only rule, I would say, my only rule of drinking a, a straw with a, uh, with, you know, if I'm drinking it with a straw, I really want it to be with Starbucks. Mm-hmm. I love Starbucks. I mean, that's the only drink I want to drink it with a straw, even a cappuccino. Okay. Yeah. I don't want anybody judging me. So mm-hmm. if it's a cappuccino, it is going to be with a straw because it's expensive and I want to go like, you know, it's very expensive in Mumbai. Do you know that Kevin? Like Starbucks here is like four to 500 Indian rupees. Ooh, yeah, yeah. And that's How just the base. How much is that in dollars? Uh, probably, I don't know. I'm look, look it up. I'm not going to look Please, it up. Look, right? We're doing it's it's cheap right for now. you. It's got $10. I'm guessing it's $10. No, 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 no. It's like $5 no. here. So it's $5. Okay. Yeah. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah, yeah, five dollars is around four hundred Indian rupees. Yeah, that's okay. true. Correct. So it has to be that's still cheap for you. But seriously, I love I love drinking coffee. You know that's that's how it is. Mm-hmm. But yeah, all right. So this is a stupid rant we did before yeah, getting in the rant. This is the, stupid, the worst pointless. opening that we've I think worst the worst opening, opening ever. Right? <laughs> it's like yeah, it's that's okay. That's okay. That's how relationships are made. Then you tell her that yes. you love her, and it's okay. how it is. Now so, let's yeah. let's let's bring in our guest to save the podcast. Okay, so yeah, yes, please, yeah. please. Yes, okay, so, guys, so, so who is our guest? You're 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 bringing so this guy. Guests. This guy is is like you know a really famous guy. Like mm. he's he's super famous. Ooh, it is, it Kevin Hart? Of, is it Kevin Hart? Is it Kevin Hart? Probably better than him. I don't know. Maybe, Ooh. but uh, probably. But he is really funny. And I got his attention on Instagram and he's, he was, he was also selected for, he was a contestant in Comic Stan, which happens to be a stand-up uh, comedy competition happening, you know, from Mumbai, India. So, which, which, and, and he's done a great job over there. So it took a lot of my begging, stalking, not to mention annoying to, uh, to get, get his attention because this guy is really famous. Uh, if you don't know his name, his name is Shankar. Uh, the last name is really hard for me to pronounce, so we're gonna get him in and help me to pronounce the last yeah, name. If you can't Ladies and gentlemen, that, I definitely can't pronounce uh, it. So. <laughs> Please give it up. Give it up. Shankar. Shankar! <laughs> hey, 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 hey! What's up, guys? Hey, so, my name is Shankar Chugani. Chugani, yes. Chugani, yeah. yes. Shankar Chugani, yeah. yes. Like at one point when both of you were talking yeah. with right. the hat and the mustache and the beard yeah. and your hands at the same position, it looked like both of They're you were in different, in different uh, uh, universes, but the same person in like alternate universes. Oh. It was oh. very easy to watch. When one guy puts his hand and I don't know, touches the other person also does <laughs> puts his hand in the same place. Like, these guys podcast a lot, perhaps. A lot. A lot. Even in our yeah. logo, if you see the logo, it's just like half it's... of our face. We've now become one person at this point. Yeah. Not everything. <laughs> If you see the logo, it's, it's inspired by Joe Rogan and a little bit of two Yo, why do you keep him. saying that? I have to edit the part out. We don't want him to like come at us. All right, edit the part out. Edit the part out. Edit that part out. Do not edit it out. Edit it out, Connor. I don't want Joe Rogan to come after me. So anyway. 
Anyway. Shankor, so. uh, give the audience like two or three minutes who you are, just a little bit bio. You know. Okay, so um, I've been doing stand-up comedy in India for the last nine years. I'm uh, currently living in uh, the city of Bangalore, which is in the southern part of India. Um, I, as it was mentioned, I was on a reality show for stand-up comedy uh, mm-hmm. com- for stand-up comics in India, and I was on the first season. And uh, I happened to make it to the finals right. and uh, I bombed badly in the finals <laughs> and uh, I uh, all like at the moment I started talking, I knew it was gone <laughs> and uh, I have been doing stand-up uh, for like after the show has uh, aired, I have been doing stand-up, I wouldn't say successfully, but I've been doing stand-up um, only stand-up and nothing else right. to earn a living for the last five years in Bangalore, wow. which is pretty kick-ass. And I'm yeah. more than happy to... I just I had a one-hour show this weekend at a place Ooh. called Bikers Cafe in Mysore, which is yeah. a three-hour drive away from the city. Yeah. And uh, it was the first show for the year and I was scared if I'd sell tickets. But I had a packed house of 80 people in a cafe. God damn it! Shit! Damn! Damn excited. Damn happy. Damn. And I had a open mic that I hosted maybe four hours ago uh, within Bangalore. And we had a lineup of 10 comics. And nice. that set went like everybody did. Some people bombed. Some people did well. Right. But it was a good open mic for comics. And right. uh, um, I, I actually was born in a hill station, which is not too far away. It is in the south of the country called Kunur. Kunur, oh, he's gone from Kunur. <laughs> okay, my grandfather uh, is from Kunur. So, my grandfather is from Kunur. Yeah. Are you serious? Are you, is your grandpa from Kunur? Yeah, I mean, that's what my grandmother told me. So, I didn't do any research. So, I just believed. <laughs> All right. Uh, it's a really nice small town that is uh, on the hills and uh, scenic beauty and a lot of chai. Like, uh, abundance. Um, um, abundant amounts of chai I've had my entire life. You're a chai. Um, I've chai, also like got a tea, tattoo right? of a chai. The tea? Like my, chai? Yeah, like tea. tea. Okay, okay. You're a tea guy? Yeah. Got it. Kevin, Kevin, so, you're a fan of tea, right? <laughs> I, oh, I love tea. Sorry? Yeah, I love tea. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I do. I, do. Um, I, so I was pissed. Okay, so I did, I used to, I, I did used to have like a joke. That I uh, that I was pissed at um, with the UK because remember like the Boston Tea Party how like you know how, how the now we just dumped all the tea and then now we don't have like yeah. the, um, like in England they they have like the, the tea afternoons right yeah I'm afternoon, like fuck yeah. like in America we should have the tea afternoon man like these fucking people <laughs> just like dump the tea and now I don't get tea in my afternoon parties now so you know yeah that's like I, one of my first jokes when i started stand up so anyway yeah I oh liked. i didn't know that i didn't know it that was, like, it was damn, one of my first jokes yeah. damn okay okay what would, what would an american afternoon tea be like mm. like will you have pizza with the tea just to we'd have to make have, it american hmm, we have to have what like, should it have french fries maybe french <laughs> fries <laughs> french fries with french, french fries, french fries. <laughs> <laughs> Shankar try, it. Shankar, try it. Shankar, please try it. Please try it. <laughs> it. You have to try it. Huh? 
<laughs> hey man, I am Indian. I like yes. samosa or a cup of with my chai, <laughs> and that's about it. Uh, I think if I, if the if the concept of an egg puff goes to America, they will lose their mind. Yes, yes. yes. And how simple yes. and how beautiful the concept is. You have like a batter, and you have a boiled egg, and you right. just fry the boiled egg in batter, and that's mm. a okay. that's a snack that you have with chai, mm. and it's it's mouth watering right now for me. Which is it's, 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 good. It's, yeah, it's and, and right next to that, if you can uh, have a side with vada pav. uh which happens to be the second uh most uh selling yet a pandemic meal for in in terms of humanity dies uh it's the best combination like relationships hey, that's only in bombay okay? <laughs> <laughs> don't try and put like your whole bombay flavor across the whole niche like vada pav is everywhere in bangalore we don't have vada pav okay oh. not as much okay as much. <laughs> okay so for the people listening in the audio and yeah. video and kevin uh, vada pav Uh, uh shankar do you want to explain what vada pav is just explain vada pav to these guys come no, on no i think people will <laughs> get really pissed off if they hear me finding yeah. what vada pav is after i said that it's a bomb meeting please so you explain what what is vada pav right. so vada pav in simple uh in simple terms is potato in a bun Mm-hmm. So in in simple in simple terms is potato in a bun. So that 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 is like uh, it's it's that's like having a patty like fried patty and just mm-hmm. slice a bun and just keep it. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's it. And if you have and, and then what we do is we may maybe have a homemade chili uh which we just sprinkle with a side of green chili which you have to bite it. I don't know why people are obsessed with that. And that happens to be the most widest selling uh currently expensive apparently all mm. over M- Mumbai and in Bangalore. Okay, don't give me this face. You're selling in Bangalore at the same time I've been to Bangalore. <laughs> so it is it is day hey, man. We just started talking. Why would you really start a war right now? <laughs> I will on a good day and Sherry on a good day I will bet you if Kevin were to step into India. Right. Have chai and vada pav in Bombay and come down and have chai and egg puff with me. Sure. He can be the true sure. decider of which is better. Make, make, make it happen. Make it happen. we make it happen we See, make it happen let me let me let me backtrack a bit i'm right. not i i like vada pav it's delicious right but how nshd is trying to make sure that vada pav and no, i said like i didn't say, i said i didn't say this i said this <laughs> yeah i'm just saying that bro if you have one chai with an egg puff right hmm it's it's like the mini vacation for your day before you go back to whatever you're working on yeah right which is right. the same thing that vada pav does all i'm saying is it's widely selling in bombay that's all i'm saying that's <laughs> in bombay so uh, yes that's what uh, kevin these bombay people think that their problems are the only problems the entire country is facing you just hit a racial profile right now shankar these bombay people context is in bombay bombay is mumbai right that's that's the same yeah mumbai mumbai bombay same thing yeah bollywood is there a lot of big celebrities are there and 20 years ago it was way ahead of the rest of the country given but today it's not very different living in bombay or living in any other city it's just i what i what i get what i get pissed off at is i'll have people or comics in bombay hmm. who will come down to bangalore hmm. and then they'll take 
games of within bombay and expect me to understand what they're talking about <laughs> and i'm like man i don't really know what you're saying i yeah. just know that you're trying to convey that you're more important <laughs> that's all i'm getting from it's like its own own country so it's its own world yeah. in in india right it's just completely separate so yeah okay it's it's, so... it's 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 quite a quite a thing to be living in bombay mm-hmm. like people in bombay and and i know i'm going up against a huge army of people i know <laughs> what the, what do you do i'm i feel like an outcast right now bro <laughs> no 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 give me um like it's it's the the city life in bombay is very fast right it's very fast. perhaps the fastest in the country right okay so i i know people who who look at me who look down upon like comics or people who are living in other cities saying you whatever you're doing you're not doing it in bombay so right. like you shouldn't mm-hmm. be talking at this point you why don't you go home that's the vibe i have to agree i have to agree uh, with shankar tell me if i'm wrong tell me no i have to agree with shankar because he is telling the truth and i have met or heard people say that because they are obsessed with with the city right mm-hmm. now the reason why i say it is because you know all the shit and all the magic and all the uh, comedy or entertainment happens in mumbai and is this it is just that because uh, of the growth in the industry which is gone to because i can't remember i'm saying this i'm from bangalore that's why i have this huge affection for to meet somebody from there it just it just it just has that god godly lovable feeling bangalore became the second mumbai <laughs> in a very mm-hmm. hidden way like mm-hmm. in terms of marketing in terms of growth in terms of uh, comedy reach because of comedy reach because a lot of famous comedians transitioned from mumbai and uh, to bangalore mm-hmm. and because of that it happened during the a little little bit little bit uh, when comic stand took place when mm-hmm. comic stand took place yeah mm-hmm. but uh, yeah. i'm saying comics moved from bangalore to bombay not the other way around Okay, right. Here we go. Okay, that that I did not know because I I feel I I know I know few people okay. who. Okay. Who okay. 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 Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. Who has the best to cause conversation, keeping you on no, the no, sideline no, no, okay, for okay. no reason? But just for content. Okay. So who has like the the best? Is it, is it like a New York, LA kind of thing? There's like a war between kind of Mumbai and. Okay. Uh, There's no war. Okay. It seems like it's a war. I, I, it seems like you're combative I, right now. I, I'll, <laughs> tell you, I'll tell you what it is. Okay. <laughs> So in the US you have the New York scene and you have the LA scene. Yeah. LA Hollywood is where LA is. Correct? That's where Mumbai is, yeah. Oh jeez. Yeah. And New York is a strong hustler city, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. Problem is in India we don't have a, a a distinction and both of them are Bombay. Right. You have the 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 struggling city life like New York. and you have the glamour and show business of la, LA. in mm. mumbai itself yeah but cities like boston <laughs> and philadelphia uh, cities where you have great comedians coming yeah. out of them right that's what i look at <clears throat> bangalore as where <clears throat> you could do a really good set in new york or in la <clears throat> right. excuse me mm. You could do a really good set in New York or in LA, and if an agent sees you, you can get like a a deal, or you can. Deal, there is a chance of you to go for it, and yes. getting into that, getting into that itself is quite difficult. But if you're killing it in Boston, then until unless you don't move for your career, nothing generally is going to happen. You're just He's doing right. a great job as a stand-up comic. He's right. He's Same right. Same thing with Bangalore. You do a great set and go home and sleep. That's all. there's no much 
I, I, I can relate more to the to the Bangalore side then because I, yeah. I'm in the Philly scene though, so I'm. I'm <laughs> so sorry, kidding, but I, I can relate more I to the say, Bangalore side. I, <laughs> I want to add. I want to. But Kevin, uh, Philadelphia. Are you from the Philadelphia? City? Uh, um, well, I'm like 30 minutes from Philadelphia. Yeah, so right outside the city. Yeah. yeah. So you know that when you're when you're in Philly or when you're yeah. in when you travel to a city that doesn't have glamour and yeah. show business attached to it, yeah, yeah. then the comics just hang out, do a set, and exactly. then. Chill. There's right. no true, true. nobody's trying to talk business. Nobody's trying to talk about yep. a pilot. Yeah, yeah, yep. That's right. all New York. That's all New York. That yeah, is, bang that is what we want, by the way. <laughs> <laughs>
And for the first two years of my job, I just speak to people who are in generally America and Western right. side of the world mm-hmm. and help them print for the first time in their life. Wow. Or help them restart their computer when and yeah. unlock their accounts and all of that. Yeah. So, so you know, like a weekend shift so like wasn't text- much work. Mm. So like a tech support. Yeah, I was... <laughs> for yeah. them just nice nice i, I used and to that, do that too though that, yeah i was help i was tech support uh for my college and uh oh my gosh it there's nothing like having a smart professor who can't turn on a computer though like it's, <laughs> it's, I, I, absolutely it's, okay. crazy. I have to ask i have to ask this is a, every every tech support guy who works for international call center has been a victim of this what is your pseudo name shankar <laughs> what was i was called shankar was you, no oh, you didn't have a pseudo name no. Get the fuck Generally, out! Generally, pseudo names is for is for outbound calls right. or uh, when you're trying to sell something or when you're right. trying to convince them to use right. your product. That's yeah, yeah, when yeah. you have pseudonyms. Right. They reach out to me for tech support, and I'm like, my name is Shankar, and I'll be there with you. Don't nice. worry, we get through this. Nice. Um, and uh, I started watching stand up, and uh, George Carlin was the one man who changed everything about how I would think mm-hmm. and um, I have a picture with him I have four or five pictures of Carlin that's one. Oh wow this oh, one. Nice. wow guys that's for, the, three of Carlin. for those of you listening in the audio you guys are missing a lot <laughs> now you can't see but uh, Patrice <laughs> on right here. Yeah. I have Patrice on wheel right here I have Richard yeah. Pryor Buster Keaton and another oh. George Carlin up here Damn, Richard Pryor I love that guy so, yeah. so, how come you Ricky Gervais? Do you have Ricky Gervais? No, I'm not a big fan of Ricky Gervais. Oh, um, I don't know, man. I just, I, I think the best moment of Ricky Gervais that I've seen is when he breaks into Gary Shandling's house and Gary Shandling asks him to shut mm-hmm. up and stand for two minutes. <laughs> and Ricky Gervais is like, for what? He's like, just do it. And then <laughs> Gary Shandling takes this moment of peace and kind of. Brings down Ricky Gervais' wow. energy. It's right. good to watch. Um, I started watching Carlin and Pryor and the entire list of comics. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I started creating an Excel sheet with the names of comedy specials. Wow, okay. And uh, today that list is at 1,100 comedy specials. Whoa! <laughs> Wait, Whoa. they've watched? They've watched? Not all of them. I haven't watched all of them. I just... Okay. I just list out the comics and see their specials wow. either on a reddit page or wikipedia or, mm-hmm. and i keep listing down the specials and and i've watched like all the all the comics that i ad- admire and admire. respect and laugh yeah. really yeah. loudly at those i watched everything wow but every once in a while i go to the list and pick out a name of a comic and put them on put up on youtube and there'll be like one short clip of that comic and Wow. And um, I discover more and more stand-up. What makes a good stand-up special to you? What do you look for? Oh, belly laughs. Mm -hmm. Consistent belly laughs. And if the comic is able to... um, like no matter how old the special gets or how many years goes by, if you watch it and you're still able to laugh at like whatever is shown, 
then that's to me a great special mm. along with the other fact that if the comic is delivering the jokes the way they talk right that right. to me mm-hmm. magic right i think that, that patrice patrice o'neil talking patrice on yeah. camera patrice o'neil right. talking with his no. friends candid, candid footage from a security cam right. or a special he's just talking the way he talks so yeah. more like a, more like a conversational comedy where you're like not actually uh, focusing on on the on what what you're about to say but just living the experience as you're talking about it and just visualizing it and narrating it at the same time so it's like you're talking to your yeah. body or like that yeah so that is that is no but but um, adding to adding to what you said i like when when you can tell that the comic has put on a persona for stage right mm-hmm. that removes me to a certain extent because the comic has put like a like a shade of like a distance between the comic and the audience right yeah, yeah. so right. that I mean, to me they, i mean they are going to takes... be a little bit more um eccentric on stage so they're going to be a little bit more but it shouldn't be so vast where it's like well that's weird like that's definitely right. not you off stage though. like <laughs> like i'll give an example i'll give an example sarah silverman um paula poundstone right michelle Wolf. These three uh, comics are hilarious. Mm-hmm. And any other comics that I see who are there, like peers, mm-hmm. if anybody is different from when they're chilling and hanging out and different on stage, yeah. that takes it a little... Uh, I, uh, like when I can tell that the comic is amping up the way they talk, mm-hmm. then I'm not 100% glued. Now, I'm mm-hmm. going to take a name that's a little too big, but... <laughs> Uh, I'm. I. I think. I think Sebastian Maniscalco is. <laughs> but after watching Sebastian talk for like twenty minutes, right? Then to a point, I'm all like, "Why are you talking like that?" <laughs> you can just. Are you, you not? Are you not into hype up comedy? Are you not into hype up comedy? Like, are you not I, in, in the sense? I. I wanted to be. I wanted to be the comic. Like same goes for Anthony Jeselnik. He's hilarious. Yeah. Hilarious. But after a point, I can I can sense how he's gonna talk, and that kind of it's a little. But isn't 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 the production for me? I'm not saying that he's not great. He's one of the greatest comics. Yes, all time. But what I like is how Bill Burr talks. Right. He talks. Oh yeah, Bill Burr is the same he, throughout. Yeah. He's yeah. just he's in your face and he's in your face. <laughs> Yes. And he got he's got this great smile that even if he's shitting on people, he's smiling and he's got that consistent smile regardless of you know how he says and what he says. So which makes it first of all the balance is very important because then I feel that I I've struggled I've struggled with uh, if I'm doing a set and if it is very sensitive or I and 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 I have a moment where I get emotional when I'm saying something and it just gets in the way of delivery, it's a fuck up. It's a fuck up. Like if you're saying something and and you know it's funny. Like I have a story about my health or my health thing. And if I'm talking about that, and if if I get slightly emotional, then the delivery gets to maintain the humor or 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 to maintain that mood. The better better way of it is mood. To maintain the mood is very difficult. At least I'm working on that right now. So that's why I make sure that I have to switch up a character 
or say something which is acting uh which my mood is presenting as if i'm in a great mood so i have a set you know with that particular mood that's what i i look at because i honestly struggle with transitions which i'm working on right now but i have a conflict with mood and that shows on the stage with delivery it really does because when you get off you really go back and be like did i say that and it didn't land well like what happened you know yeah. like and then you, so what you want to say and how you have said it is two different things Yeah. So that's Especially, something which which I have. I will also say this too. Um, if you look at like old Bill Burr videos, right. he's so different. Like he is not yeah, like ranking yeah. comic at all. So he actually switched <laughs> up his style right. as he got more comfortable, and he like figured out like oh, okay, this is this is me, and I figured out like with my voices. But it's just so weird because like a video maybe like ten or twenty years ago, he's not the same Bill Burr who's like in your right. face. I think there was like some day he was talking about like the Titanic or whatever I saw like on YouTube. Yeah. There was and a set talking so about that. the best one is a talking about I mean, I have seen guys Shankar have you guys seen a set of Bill Burr where he's talking about t-shirts where t-shirts having uh, quotes there's a, there's a set on why do t-shirt have funny quotes so mm-hmm. there's a set on that please look it up that is where you have the young young Bill Burr that's where he had hair on his head so yeah <laughs> yeah he has a set where he talks about working in a cubicle yeah and um, yes all his earlier specials um, right but, but you I know what actually started the... his career i think though what actually really started his career which is funny cuz like i'm i'm Philly like, land oh, well, I, well i'm in the philly area i think what really started his career was that rant against philadelphia where he's literally shitting on yeah. philadelphia for like 20 <laughs> minutes though <laughs> Literally in the crowd, yeah. like booing him at the very beginning, they're like throwing shit at him, <laughs> and then by the end, they're like loving him though. Like it's so, it's so crazy to see a video where he is literally the worst person in the world at the very beginning, but then everyone loves him at the very end. It's, it, yeah. it's insane. It's the most insane video that I've ever yeah, seen. That's- so Shankar, I want to ask you. um have you ever have you ever gotten uh, what do you say not booed but have you ever gotten someone getting mad at you for something you have said on on the stage and spontaneously called you out ever had that moment just like in in your entire 9 years of career like every um... comic like way like why are you on the stage get out get the fuck out like why get out you know like that I mean so, uh, that has happened a couple of times at corporate events where someone mm, has said something thank you they're all like no 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 you can't talk about this right, mm-hmm, right. that has happened as what was it thing. what was it do you remember the last you thing that I wanted mm-hmm. to ask Kevin about right. Bilbo before we wrap up that that's yeah, yeah. that conversation sure is um, I have a I have a conspiracy theory Ooh. about <laughs> uh, Bilbo's <laughs> Okay, uh Kevin you watched all all of Bilbo's specials. Yeah, yeah. I'm assuming. What what would you think is Bilbo's best special of all time? I like Paper Tiger uh for me. Okay. Yeah. Um and if you go I mean of course even even what he put on the rocks was really really on the rocks hilarious. Goes good, good, yes. for the longest time my favorite bilbo special was uh, you people are all the same which is the <laughs> shot in black and white <laughs> i'm sorry i'm sorry it's i'm sorry you feel that way 
I'm sorry you feel that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a comic in in my house who is yeah. correcting what I'm saying. Um, <laughs> he's he's also a very big guy. Okay, I he was a very very big guy, very very funny guy, right? Very no, big, lovable, lovable he's guy. trying really hard to become a big guy. <laughs> he's a big but lovable. he yet to get his footing in terms of getting a big guy. Uh, Kelt Shrest, uh, Kevin. His name is Kelt Shrest. Really, really funny. Really funny. Look him up. Uh, he's got a set just on his names. Just saying. Um, I would, I would ask him to come on camera, but he has to put on clothes for that. Oh, yeah, 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 That's no. okay. I mean, we all dudes here, no problem. <laughs> 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 no, 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 it's all good. All right. So, um, uh, I'm sorry you feel that I'm way. Sorry I'm sorry you feel that way. I'm is sorry. an incredible piece of work. Yeah. Now, <laughs> this guy. There he goes. There he goes. You once wanted to wanted to prove it on camera that it was just a joke and that he's not actually naked. No, he's okay, not. Okay, um, I saw him. So, yeah. so I'm sorry you feel that way is incredible, and it's got some of the best act outs in stand up. Period. Right. He Wilbur does a joke about the helicopter. Mm-hmm. He does a joke about uh, adopting a kid and and sitting with the kid at home. And, right. And a lot of other things and he's got that joke about letting go of his religion mm. like it was one of those curling games yeah. now i watched that special quite a few times and that in that special bilba has the stage is carpeted mm. mm-hmm. now i have spoken to at least 55 60 comedians telling them that bilba preferred <laughs> doing it doing shooting the special on a carpet because a good percentage of his act outs he is on one leg and he's <laughs> yeah is that so if he's on carpet it's easier and if he's if he like loses his balance he can cover up not getting out of the bit right. that gives him more confidence in staying in character right and so many comedians are just like no man it just happened to have a carpet and i'm like i don't <laughs> That... I don't think so. I think it is on purpose, and <laughs> I've written to Bilber about it on his on his website, and I haven't heard from him. And I wonder... <laughs> I don't know why. Bilber, come on! Oh, Bilber, Bilber, come on, man! What are you doing? Come on! Let, let, give this guy an answer, man! Yeah, come on! We need an answer. On, oh, so, so, answer. so you guys don't want you guys don't want to go up against Joe Rogan, but Bilber, <laughs> you guys... oh yeah, yeah. Listen. Well, well... Next episode will be Bill Burr, by the way. So we'll ask him. So yeah, <laughs> and, we, and, then, and then we can like we can get we get Shankar in directly. We just get we tag him like we'll, we'll, we'll tag him in. We'll get tag him in. He's like yeah. just hop in directly. Ask yeah. us this question yeah. directly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I swear to God, I watched that special so many times, and to watch him deliver the helicopter bit and being as the person right driving the helicopter and the person who jumps out of it. back and forth and how he balances i kind of there's one moment when he's falling down as thank you sir uh and he's falling down and he gets into the water and bilbo's arched his back and he's looking up and he's his he's like his knees are bent and he pretends like he's floating right and then when he comes out of that it literally is like a last second jump or a last second step that he takes just to stand right. on stage and talk again mm-hmm. and i think that there's a chance if he was on like a 
stage and if he falls halfway through his special right it's not going to do him any good that's why <laughs> I, agree. No, I agree i, I think your conspiracy is good yeah i, I is that I, the only believe me it's it's that... it's hell to live with this in your brain <laughs> and thinking you and bilbar are the only two people who know about it <laughs> <laughs> you are staying in bangalore so you, are you staying with um, uh, you guys you staying with with kelt uh, who happens to be another you, you guys staying together he's a, he's a roommate we, we he's just visiting home today to oh, i always and... thought that you were staying with the roommate because you know i thought he's a roommate because he's he's with you uh, a lot of times you guys are writing stuff going live promoting shows so are i felt practically maybe, maybe they're dating and shady stuff so <laughs> <laughs> Listen, no, bromance is real. Listen, bromance is a real thing. You might punch me in the face for doing this, but bromance is real. Okay, mm-hmm. so there are a lot of Instagram live. These guys have gone to promote their shows, and I was been one of them. And <laughs> fun story when when uh Kelt uh our added me to his Instagram live, and he Shankar was sitting on the side. He was asking me. Uh, he added me. I was like, hey, what's up? He's like, mm-hmm. why are you lying down? I said, I just came from a shower and I'm butt naked and I'm just yeah. lying on the bed so that I just want my chest to dry quickly. So that is something which I told <laughs> him that. He just, oh, no, he asked me, what are you doing in that position? So I had to tell him. So that was the opening line. The first opening line conversation I had with Kel, which is amazing uh um, so but i met him in opening post- line you were naked this, 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 this i came is- from the shower and i, I, I didn't I have I- no idea why every interaction that nshady has with any other human being that's to- not in his room yeah. has to involve him being half naked i know Listen. it's so weird thank you shankar thank you it's so weird it's very fuck? weird Here's another weird thing that he does. Okay, I don't know if you know this. When he goes for walks, he brings a bottle, right? That no! He, no, 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 no. When you go for walks, you bring a bottle. That way, if you need to pee, he pees in the bottle though, <laughs> instead of going back home to go to the bathroom. So then, that, if you bottle, then he's listen, listen. Bottle oh, no. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. That's what yeah, you but said. I, I, I have I haven't been doing that lately. I've been practicing to pee in the nature. So if I if I listen, if you're doing a lot of brisk walking at odd hours, and if you have to take a piss, I'm not standing in a, a polluted place with a bunch of shits. I might as well pee in the bottle because the aim is precise, and you get to discard the bottle without messing up your current uh, outerwear, whatever you're wearing. Did you ever think that bot are, are, are these transparent bottles? Yeah, but nobody where... knows. Nobody knows about that. It's in a, it's like if you're going to a place where nobody knows, you can be at a place that doesn't. You know how Mumbai is. Of... You know how Mumbai is, and you know how. Be in the bush. Dude. Let me let me ask you this. For you, Kevin. What duration <laughs> do you hold a bottle filled with your urine uh, back home? Is so, the brisk walk? Uh, very... So. 
Okay, it's, if it is a genuine question, I will answer. It's a genuine question, I will please answer. Please don't. Please. <laughs> I'm going to ignore this entire time. I have no intention in finding out your precautions for hygiene in a city like Bombay, where the vada pav is the best. This is vada pav. <laughs> vada pav has nothing to do with. <laughs> I I used to the, the reason why I started doing that is because I I used to walk and I used to drink a lot of water and used to pee a lot. So then one day I just took like you know those ten rupee plastic bottle you. Get which you just drink from Bisleri. So I just happened to have that one day, and one day I just peed on it spontaneously, and I was like, "Oh my god, this is great! I don't have to look for a, a tree or uncomfortable or fine for public urination. No, I just uh, I just fill and then deposit somewhere else and come back home. Easy, you know." Uh, you still keep the bottle it. though. You're you're gonna reuse that bottle though at some point. That's no, I just point. discard it. That's it. Like it's okay. great. So. <laughs> one- one the reason why I react the way I react is when I was in the sixth standard, I was eleven years old and I wanted to go to the restroom, but right. the teacher said no. So I did pee in a bottle ah. in the class. Ah. I was eleven years old. Okay, but you have to answer this. You have to answer this. Okay, first of all, first of all. I I don't I am no no judgment on the age because penis has got no age, but the the thing that because penis is a penis it doesn't it doesn't have an identification of its own it is just I, hanging there that's it so my question to you is when you dripped in that bottle at eleven years old did you have a sense of satisfaction? That is a sense of satisfaction you get whenever you pee. Correct. It's not just no no but did you get like do you get the I like, just had to. Yeah. Because there was still about thirty minutes left in the class, and Correct. I didn't want to right. leave like a stain right. on my pants. And on the right. So exactly in and my situation. After yeah. after the class, a tall guy, really tall guy, the tallest guy in the class, came to me and he's like, "Can I have some water?" And I'm like, "No." <laughs> and I put oh, the no. outside the window. And he's like, "Why did you do this?" I'm like, "You don't want to know, bro. <laughs> you don't want to know this." Can I ask? So, a, can I ask a question? Yeah. Want to make everybody feel uncomfortable? I mean, aren't people uncomfortable enough with <laughs> yeah, all yeah, your Yeah, everybody's already uncomfortable with you already, but go ahead. Go no, on. you handed you handed that bottle to that tall guy. Did he not I, did he not did he not couldn't he differentiate between the color of the water? Not really, because it was a green bottle. Oh my god, it was green bottle. Jeez. Yeah. Okay, so I think the faster we move out from this conversation, yeah, 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 yeah. Connor, yeah. edit this part what? out. <laughs> no, 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 don't edit this part out. As a comic, everybody wants to get inside a comic stand. So, what advice would you give to uh, upcoming comedians or anybody who wants to be recognized in comic stand? At least for somebody like me, because. I'm also trying, so uh, maybe moving to Bangalore is something which I'm considering in the long run. So, what is the advice of you know just just a just a, a tip or something? Also, also like it. Also, what is yes. comic stand? Oh, comic stand too. Yeah, is, let's start with what is comic stand and then yeah, we get what is comic stand, stand? Then you can kind of go okay. into it. Yeah. So I'll I'll give you the roundabout uh, answer. Um, Stand-up picked up in India over like a decade ago in terms of shows starting across the um, across three, four cities, Bombay being one of the first, Delhi being another one. Right. And uh, Bangalore soon after. 
Mm-hmm. And then we had a couple of comics from Kolkata, Chennai, Hyderabad. And uh, halfway through the last decade, some comedians had enough stand-up material to put out an hour. And mm-hmm. um, Indians hadn't seen like a one-hour special by um, an Indian comedian. Mm-hmm. We only had uh, laughter challenge shows shows on network television that had uh, stand-up uh, or you know uh, imitations and and jokes and and some kind of a show that resembled stand-up mm. and it was it was one of the best the shows that we watched cool. had some very innovative mm. comedians who would speak the mm. regional language and who were hilarious cool cool and once they ran out of after a couple of specials came out I think the first year they had fourteen specials that was two thousand sixteen yes and then two thousand they put out a whole bunch of other specials. But then it came, that came a point in India where no comedian had a one-hour special or a one-hour show that was ready to be taped. Right. So they decided to look for the next uh, bunch of comedians who don't have that much material, but at least have like half an hour or so of performance material that they've been doing for a while. Right. And they reached out to a bunch of comedians and they kept auditions. And, yeah. uh, and uh, up until then, I hadn't released a video or thought about putting my stand-up online for people to watch mm-hmm. because I just kept enjoying doing live stand-up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had one video that I had recorded because someone else was recording and I happened to be on that lineup. Mm-hmm. So that had got about 5,000 views. Nice. I took that down and I sent that as an audition clip and it got selected. Wow. And um, I became one of the 10 contestants on the first season. Nice. And uh, it was the first time comedians who've been doing it full time for a while and comedians who've got jobs but were also doing stand-up. Uh, perhaps the most at that time were in the same room. Mm-hmm. Um, some of whom had never released a video and some of whom who were just about a year, a year and a half into right, stand-up. Right, stand-up. right, right. So soon after the show became massively popular because... Uh, the big comedians uh, had a massive following already and then they had like a special of their own and then they had this entire concept of like helping out the younger comedians yeah. so to speak so that show was promoted heavily and it got like a lot of people to watch mm-hmm. and then there was a season two and recently there was a season three yeah, which is not that great. <laughs> oh, shit, um, damn. <laughs> Season three, not that great. I'm being very honest here. <laughs> so the, the deal is the deal is with the with the amount of right. uh, stage time that comics get before they right. go on a platform. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have, and in fairness to the comedians, mm-hmm. if you get an opportunity like that, you right. would not want to miss it. Absolutely. You wouldn't, if you get, if someone is telling you, hey man, you come put whatever material you have on this platform mm-hmm. and you'll get a following and you can do stand up or do the best that you can. Mm-hmm. There are only selected few people who would be like, I don't think I'm ready for it. Mm-hmm. But India's population is massive. So if you right. say no, someone is going to jump into your no, position. Of course, and take of course. Of course. Oh, well, how did you know so, you were ready? How did you know you were ready? Did you feel mm-hmm. you were ready or? Um, I had, um, it was a weird coincidence because 
I had been stand up for four years and I wanted to do a one hour show and see what that feels like for mm -hmm. four years. I didn't do any solo shows mm -hmm. and I put out a notice uh, for my very first show. I remember the poster, the title of the show was selling myself short. Mm. It was a one hour mm. show with no tickets, no tickets at all. I just wanted uh, people to come and watch me do an hour mm -hmm. and about 55 people showed up. Wow. One hour set for 55 people. And it was the one like it was the best day of my life where I got to do an hour of stand-up for 55 people at a chai place and then hang out after the highs. Because when you first start doing stand-up, you're the opening act or the feature for a longer show. True, yeah, true. So true. All you know is you get the mic, you do your set, you pass the mic back to the host or to the next guy, and you yeah, walk yeah. off. So watching a show from start to end felt like a tunnel that you want to see it through all the way to the other side. So when I got to the other side, a lot of it became much more um, calmer, a little bit more. Like, I, I I don't know. I was really, really happy doing it. Felt lighter. That. Yeah, felt lighter. And, and um, mm. um, there was another thing that I that I'd done which helped, which is I I would write to small companies uh, or startups in the city mm -hmm. i would be like hey i'm a comedian and uh, i'd like to do a set for you guys in the evening hours if you're mm -hmm. free mm -hmm. let me know if i can come over and these were startups that had maybe 10 people 12 people 15 people working right a 15 people crowd is a pretty good crowd it is it is it, is it is it is it is it is a lot of my comic friends would be like, you should ask them for some money and you should. And I'm like, that's not the point. My point is you get up on stage and you do a set and whether you bomb or whether you kill, right. it's another 20 minutes of stage time yeah. that you've yeah, done. Yeah. Right. True. True. Performance. So performance. I, had done, I had done about 55 of those over two years. Ooh, wow. Nice. And because I wrote to maybe 2000 startups. Yeah, yeah. I was just like, because every day I'd be like, okay, this area has these 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 startups. I'd copy their email addresses, write to them, and go and do a set. And in one or two of those um, startup sets, I ended up doing 45, 50 minutes of stand-up. Mm. So my very first stand-up set one hour was actually at a startup for a bunch of 30, 35 people. Wow. Who were just there for like, they said they thought I'll be performing for 15, 20 minutes. And I kept going for 55 minutes and I saw the time I was like this is uh, madness I didn't know how I got all the way to the end of this, this potential thing. like Hanuman so when, <laughs> so when Comicstan auditions happened yeah, I was uh, I was just excited to do a set and once I got through to the audition I was like I think the best way to put my whatever material I have is not in an hour I have to put this out so that people can see Right. The kind of yeah, absolutely. And, what's your what's your style like? What's your comedy style like? Because you were doing startups. Is it like more clean, or or were they were they okay with dirty um, material? Or what's I generally don't do explicitly dirty material. He doesn't. He doesn't. I'm not uh, good at it. <laughs> no, I've done, I've, I do observational. You do observational jokes, yeah. self deprecating jokes, mm -hmm. um, imaginary things. That I think are fun. Yeah. So okay. those are the those are the three categories that I have. Things that have happened to me, things that I've observed 
been imagined and a whole bunch of uh, jokes about words in India and how we say mm-hmm. words mm-hmm, and sure. a couple of words that don't make sense and why they should not exist. Right. Did, uh, did, when you when you performed at these startups, did like anybody like get upset about a joke at all, or like was it? Yeah, did they that... did they get mad? No, but I only remember <laughs> the out of the fifty five times, I think maybe two or three times, right. I remember bombing so bad <laughs> at a startup. It is so uncomfortable when you go over to someone's place and then you do badly. <laughs> it just stays with you, right? For a second, it stays. It feels like you've taken a big shit in that refrigerator <laughs> yeah. and left. it's just because you, you're sweating so nervously. Yeah. At yeah. least when you bomb at a place that is neutral ground, you can hide in a... Exactly. In the parking lot or in the restroom, but this entire place is theirs, and you're right. like not supposed to be here. Yeah, so and you're the headliner. That felt... Yeah, you're the headliner. Yeah, it's just so, me yeah. and another comic would go, and I'd be like, "Hey, man, you do like ten minutes, and I'll do like twenty minutes or right." So that's like yeah. whatever. How many? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or we both of us would do 20, 20 minutes each. Right. So I remember he bombed, and then I bombed, and I was like, "Let's get out of here." <laughs> and then, like, and then all the employees are like oh i could do better now let me go on i can do better (laughs) so shankar um what were you like as a kid were you like the funny guy in class were you like the the smart one what what were you are you an introvert or extrovert (laughs) that's a common question to ask everybody (laughs) you ask that to everybody i don't know about the introvert or extrovert uh, question but so I was uh, uh, the shortest kid in the class in an all boys school oh, how tall really? are you wait, so, wait how, hold on. So, is that why you called half a comic is that, is that... <laughs> yeah, I'm called half a comic because when I started out all my jokes were about my height yeah, yeah. and then I thought it just is is a nice way it. it's a self-deprecating joke self-deprecating about yeah how tall are you by the way i'm five three five three five four that's not sure that's not sure that's not sure hey guys yeah i understand i'm not that short but <laughs> when you generally meet tall people you're saying five four is not short for i'm America. five seven so yeah. it's not that i'm five if seven i go on conan by the wildest <laughs> luck in my life <laughs> He's having a conversation and Conan stood next to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His <laughs> belt suppressors will be at my eye level. <laughs> I will be making conversations yeah. with, Kel- with Conan's pockets. Right. And anything that's in between for no reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that is the eye line. That is your vision. That is the level of eye line you have to. So yeah, I yeah. was the short guy. I was picked on a lot. I was bullied a lot. And my entire stick as a kid was always to amp up how much I'm hurt <laughs> for like police yeah. to back off. Yeah. Like I I'd I'd ham my way into pretending like something terrible is wrong with whatever <laughs> has been done to me. And then over time that switched to laughing along with the bullies who are bullying me just to right. take the fun out of it. Yes. And to a point where some of my classmates would walk up to me and be like, hey man, you're making fun of you. Why are you laughing? <laughs> so, 
No, you need to be able so, to laugh at yourself. Uh, yeah, you're laughing at that. You bring it back. You just bring it back. Yeah. That, yeah. That around that time, I became not like the designated class clown, but I got popular for saying one off things in like absolute silence for making the whole crowd go laughter, go laughing nuts, just I think once or twice. Right. So, and then I think I never really became good friends with anybody as a as a kid because of how much bullying had happened mm. uh not even bullying in in the rough type but how much i was being pushed around as a short guy right i would talk to pretty much everybody and i would spend enough time with everybody so that they know me and i'm friends with them but not for them to then start calling me as a close friend right right i get it i get it so i had the studious gang that i would hang out with and i would they would be all in the 90s and i would be in the 80s just in the 90s to hang out with them where they would have enough respect for me then i would hang out with the cool kids who had motorbikes when they were in 10th and who had access to all the girls cell phone numbers when cell phone was a new thing in right right in school and then i would hang out with like the short guys and all of us getting picked on by everybody <laughs> and i'm like hey do this do that so i like people call you guys on. like the the people call you guys like the dwarfs uh, the, the, <laughs> the, the, the yeah yeah um, quite a few versions of that same thing has happened let's, let's find... not trigger people kevin let's not sorry sorry people... i'm just saying a group of small people, people. i'm sorry sorry i'm sorry people <laughs> high find over our heads oh yeah i have one i have one short joke i was how... i was i've there have been so many memories where i've been thrown up and caught <laughs> Oh my god, that's so Oh my god, are you serious? That's wrong. That's so embarrassing. When you're thrown up in the we'd air. We'd gone to a we'd gone to a we'd gone to a concert of mm-hmm. a local uh, I think rock band performing uh-huh, uh-huh. at a gathering. Yeah. And I come from a boys school and so many guys who are friends with me are all in boys school and a couple of them are studying in a co-ed school and they were right, right. it was segregated where boys were standing on one side and girls were standing on one side. Mm-hmm. Right. And um I made I made my my way all the way to the front, and there were two tall guys, my friends, and because the concert <laughs> was going so well, one of them had the idea of just putting his arms under my shoulder and lifting me and throwing me up, like a lion king, me. like those Simba moments, like ah the name. <laughs> no, more like more like uh, I can do this, so I'm doing it. Uh-huh, uh-huh, so yeah. did you have the song so, playing i believe i can fly like no that's... there's no way you can make this <laughs> admirable you're gonna sing no r way. kelly man <laughs> hey dude but that's not okay man that's really not okay man seriously no, very... as a boy school in when you're studying in a boy school right. there's no when, when there are no teachers right there's nobody authoritative to mm-hmm. look at anybody and say hey this is not cool right. so you have to roll punches and say and do what like i remember in school when when science practicals are going on right. they would pitch two guys to fight against each other <laughs> just for that. and they put me and one of the fattest guys in the class against each other yeah and i'm just like this guy is going to wallop me i'm going to feel the inside of my eyes turning <laughs> while he punches me yeah. i 
told him, hey man, I I bent down. I told him, hey man, let's not fight. I'm yeah. gonna I'm begging your feet, and I <laughs> yeah. bent down to his feet, and I grabbed his legs, and I pulled it, and he fell. Oh and damn! I ran from there <laughs> as fast as I could. So that and, was a tactic. That was a tactic. That was a hidden tactic. <laughs> I mean, you you gotta do it. And yeah, because yeah. I did that, everybody kind of laughed. So the purpose of that fight was achieved. Yeah, and indeed. then maybe one, I think two hours, four hours later, I met him. I'm all like, hey man, they were they put me to it. I was not. Were you alive it. after that? Were you alive anyway? After that? <laughs> so being a short guy was predominantly yeah, my thing, and I had to dress up as a girl to dance on stage because it's an all boys school, and there's a group dance, and they needed guys who could dance like girls. Oh, so I've done that. Yeah, I've done that. That was that was a massive change in. in perspective for me yeah because they would dress me up as a girl mm-hmm. and i would be on stage oh wow and while i'm making my way to the stage i'd see guys hitting on me and i'm like this is this is not going <laughs> oh, wait, wait 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 hold up hold up why wait this is very confusing here so wait they're in an all boys school and they would force boys to dress up as girls so you can dance not force <laughs> not force the teachers would be like listen we have four houses and one of them has to win like the best house of the year right so we have a cultural fest where we're going to have singing dancing and acting right and for dancing we're going to have we're going to do a dance on this track right. and there's going to be a guy and you're going to be dressed up as a girl yeah like those combo uh, things right right so they'll they'll try and be like but nobody's going to do it as nicely as you Worked in as gracefully as you worked in. You have to dance, and I'm like, okay. I'm still confused right. because here, like in America, yes, there's all boys school, but they're all girls school too. It's like a like right. a sister school, right? So then, they, when they have dances or whatever, they would have like the all boys and all girls. They would have the same dance. <laughs> Do so you have no a all girls school in India that they couldn't like you know used as as the, I'm That's, I'm still yeah. confused. I'm also. Do you have a picture of that? Like the many many. many? <laughs> okay. Send it to us. We'll put it in the in the podcast. Yeah, so. we'll put it up on the we'll put it up on the podcast. We'll literally put it up in the picture right here. So if you show, I'll the... I'll send you a photo of that. Okay, picture. sure. We we'll, okay, sure. so we're gonna put the picture right here. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> um. Were you, yeah, one... were you? Okay. Just to, before we move on, last were you attractive as a girl when you dressed up? Were you like really good looking? Like. like... Oh. Like just a very question. Like, that's a very question. very weird question. Though. But not a weird question. Like you know, I you're answering the question objectively. I don't think <laughs> I ever looked myself in the mirror and went, "Oh my god, would you look at that?" <laughs> you're like, "Damn, do I look very sweaty?" <laughs> I I got like I got introduced to a lot of things very early in life. That's a great thing, and that's what was the biggest takeaway I got from dancing as a girl in right. a boys' school. Nice, like the amount of itching you get from bras is <laughs> ridiculous, man. Holy yeah. sh! When you're oh sweating, oh my god, I, I dancing, that's true. It's true. It's very true. You sure. come back to the green room and you have to change. You can't wait to itch all <laughs> can't over. Can't wait to pick it off. Yeah. Have, yeah. Like yeah, take it. So, So, um, you know the phrase "let the puppies breathe." They also they also pin they also pin hair and oh, yeah. wigs to you. Wigs, yeah, which is itchy. It's very itchy. And then 
your hair is all all itchy yeah very itchy and, uh, yeah yeah mm-hmm. it's just so i think things. i think it made you respect women more <laughs> like from yeah, you know, respect women like like that, that's what I'm just saying like it have artists you actors who play uh you know female characters mm-hmm. so i mean as a comic it's such a great accomplishment that you know i think you you've done it so i think you it made you you know be in some like in that feed it's not that easy it's not that easy yeah. so i think it's, it's not too many guys thing. that know a lot about like you know women's clothing and stuff like so maybe you could probably like go to the store and, like get your girlfriend right, like yeah, a bra yeah. or like a dress or whatever yeah, and yeah. Like, yeah i know yeah. i know that the, yeah the size well, one one of the jokes that i remember thinking about not too long ago was the fact that i had this weird almost evil thought when i was i remember i was i hit my puberty <laughs> and i i had been dressed up as a girl Mm-hmm. and the teachers were trying to save me from the rest of the boys who would like right. tap at each other and point and kind of <laughs> try and say something because it's an all boys school they yeah. going to make fun of you yeah they're going to pull you like you know it's going to happen there's it's no happen. it's going to happen there's no escape no, there's no escape even even if even if 50 even if out of 60 people even if 50 of them don't say anything there are at least 10 guys who yeah. will walk up to you and try and pull your leg <laughs> make a comment of any kind yeah i've been there so yeah. mm. the teacher was hiding me and because i'm short <laughs> the teacher was very close to where i was standing right and uh-huh. covering and that was making me even more uncomfortable <laughs> yeah because it, she was a good looking teacher okay i was standing are you the only one who's just as a girl at this point um or is there not, other people i mean in in, in two three dances yes but <laughs> okay, I think, okay, I, I think, <laughs> okay 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 i think someone was pranking over, you over. listen kevin we realized that as a girl there's no way yeah i think That's someone was you there's there's one time when i had to dress up as a girl yeah and there was um, this there, there's a song in which when my part when my part in the song is over Okay. The way I have to exit on stage. Okay. I can't believe I haven't spoken about this in over two decades. <laughs> But the way I exit stage is two dancers. Right. They kind of do this with their arms where they hold the other guy's shoulder and right. another guy holds the shoulder, so it right. becomes like okay. this. Okay. And I have to sit on that, mm-hmm. and they lift and they walk off stage. Mm-hmm. Right. And I'm the only one dressed up as a girl. So. Right. Um. Yeah, it was it was kind of uh, very embarrassing. But I, the evil thought that I had is I walked out and I saw like two guys, kind of catcalling a girl on the uh-huh. street. Yeah, yeah. And I realized that I'm so glad I don't have to be a girl. Like throughout my being a girl part is over on stage, and I'm now yeah. like a guy again. I'm so glad of this. <laughs> and i realized i remember in that moment thinking never to ever cat call anybody yeah. because yeah yeah it's not good so that's the one thing i remember very vividly i think it's a it's, that's one way of literally having a great perspective in life this is this this is puts you puts yeah it's like it's like you literally been on those shoes mm-hmm. 
like that. Uh, I think the moral the yeah. moral of the story is that every guy should dress up as a girl at least one time. Yes. Yes. Know. You never know. I, I, I would believe that the moral of the story is Bilber used a carpet on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> That's the moral. This, that's the whole thing. Yeah, it's not going to back. It's not going to lose the back. This is why. This is why. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All, all, yeah. Bilber, please watch this video. Please. Run, uh, you run two open mics, right? Or, or, or you're running, yes. you're running comedy open mics. Uh, I am looking to run like an open. I run an open. I'm trying to run an open mic in person. What kind of like advice do you have, or like what should I be thinking about, like setting up a show? Like, what are you've been well, doing it for a while? If you have what what I did, what I'm doing right now in Bangalore is mm-hmm. trying to get more people up on stage, mm-hmm. and by that I don't mean just existing comics who are doing stand-up in the city mm-hmm. right so i've kept a, one of those slots open for traveling comics there's a mm-hmm. comic who visited who is uh, an indian origin comic but living in the states um by the name of uh Kel, do you remember the name of the comic from ohio ryan huh ryan raj raj raj, raj suresh okay from ohio i think he's in new york now so uh, one or two slots that are there for traveling comics. There mm-hmm. is about five comics that I put up on the poster, myself included. And then the venue is, or the people who organize the open mics, the guys who are at the venue. So there's no comedy club per se, it's a bar. Right. So the people who are running the advertising and the marketing of the bar, right. I've told those people to keep their Instagram open for anybody who would like to try stand up. Mm. So, they get in. Um, you're, you're okay. Yeah, it like flashed right? for like a second. Yeah, you're good, get, you're there was a flash. What the hell would happen? I <laughs> don't know. Power might go ghost. any moment. <laughs> okay. Power might, power might just go okay. off. But they bring maybe three, three, four comics. So we have a lineup of eight, nine comics on right. on a given mm-hmm. given Monday, mm-hmm. and um, each comic gets about six minutes or so. So mm-hmm. this way. If anybody new wants to try, they can approach the venue and nice. I can rotate the comics, uh, fewer comics every week so that the rotation cycle is even bigger and I don't have to put eight comics and then quickly nice. rotate them hmm. um, week on week because I think that will be exhausting. Yeah, so, I'm anyway going to Bangalore. I told you, Kevin, I'm going to Bangalore. So yeah. I will I will get a Wada Pow and I will, you know, get uh, hit up... Uh, uh, eat what I first. Either get the stage time or the what You don't get both in Bangalore. How about oh. I have the what and then get the? <laughs> you have the what Don't mention it. If you don't mention it, you come on stage. I'm gonna tear you apart. <laughs> this, this is how it's gonna go down. Okay. He's gonna get the what right? Okay. And then he's gonna grab the mic like Kanye West from somebody else, and then start doing stand up. That's how. He's, that's what he's gonna do. That's what he's gonna do. You cannot give me any advice. <laughs> So um, <laughs> so but um, yeah, that's uh, pretty much it. I uh, try and record photos and and uh, yeah. crowd reactions uh-huh. to the show and try and promote it uh-huh. furthermore. Uh, I don't have the funds right now, but I'd like to like do like a photo shoot of all the comics that are there, yeah. so that we have like a uniform photo for the poster. But mm-hmm. that'll happen when it happens. At mm-hmm. the moment, it's just 
I know the comics who've done it last week. I know the comics who are doing it this week, and I know the comics who are doing it next week. Mm-hmm. And that's the track that I keep. Do you rotate? These... Uh, do you do you bring back the people who are performing? Like, can they come back and keep performing if they want to? Yeah. So it's like... it's um if if I think in Bangalore comics who've been doing stand up for over four five years, right? Or maybe two and a half three years. I think that number must be up to 50, 55, 55 wow. comics across the city. Wow. So I rotate the comics, uh, those comics. Right. I like try and see. Not There's no pattern to it. I just see who's available and who I haven't put up in maybe two weeks. I give them a chance. That's or really good, man. That's that's a really noble thing to do. You don't have people doing it's it. Not, it's, it's, it's just the best way to keep uh, the scene as as comfortable for you as possible like i told supporting you supporting the like community the that is what's the important thing you're fucking supporting mm-hmm. the community and that's a really great thing you're supporting the community you're doing it for the passion of comedy you're just doing it for the people <laughs> that no i'm just being real I, I, no, 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 no. You, you're painting it with too much of a wow. It's no, not wow. <laughs> I'm just saying that. Listen, I'm coming from no, Mumbai. No, no, Shankar. Shankar, 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 I'm coming. Shankar, Shankar, I'm coming from Mumbai. You know there's the situation of cutthroats producers and people here, how competitive and how, uh, you know, like how type of different type of producers exist and how competition uh, is in Mumbai. To find people who, who are genuinely interested or give them chance or grow together or like genuinely respective for the art of comedy, you find very less people like that. That is what I'm trying to get at. So I'm not saying because it's Bangalore it's happening, but I'm just saying finding people like that is, is really tough. So who love the art form and you just want to continue with the art form. That's the whole thing. But, and Mumbai is shit. You have shitty producers in Mumbai. I'm not going to name a few, but I'm just being very honest. So, <laughs> I just, I think, I think you've got a horrible mm-hmm. um, set of ingredients in Bombay that is <laughs> causing this to happen in terms of <laughs> what is at stake, what you can make with a really good connection, yeah. who you're rubbing elbows with, yeah, and uh, how the competition can put you out of business very soon. True. So all these steps is what people who are who already made it are taking, so that they don't run out of like gigs or so on and so forth. So um, it's it's just the place is that competitive. I don't think uh, that's what kept me away from Bombay. That's why I didn't move to Bombay because yeah. I didn't want to be a YouTuber or a guy who does writing for someone in a room or right. uh, someone who makes sketches and puts out I just want a live crowd and I tell them jokes and I go home and I chill and I play FIFA and I sleep. So You play FIFA? <laughs> What's your favorite team? What's your favorite team? Chelsea. Oh. Mm-hmm. But also, I I don't think you you know, the one up pal. That's a, that's a, another reason why you don't want to go to Mumbai. So, <laughs> yes. Yes. listen, we're not circling back to one up Okay, it is a, it is a really great. That's gonna really be the episode title. One up pal. Just saying, don't you have this guy has one up Okay, and Shay, I swear to God, I really enjoy spending time in Bombay. Yeah. I just don't think that the comedy scene of a country should be in one city. True. Agreed. I agree with that. I don't think stand-up comedy has to become Bollywood in the country where if you want to make a name or thing, that is the, our, our population is the biggest in the whole world. True. Mm-hmm. True. 
arguably and we were getting there faster but <laughs> um, yeah yeah i'm saying that you can travel to so many places Absolutely. tell stand up mm-hmm. uh, or do do your job and make a crowd laugh and yeah. it's not as glamorous and it's not as uh, financially uh, right. rewarding but it's it's great that there's nothing else that you look forward to than just like your next set on stage yeah true it's true. the best feeling to have i've been doing stand up for 5 years in bangalore right mm-hmm. as a comic that came out of the show i in comparison to all the other comedians uh, financially and in terms of fame i think i've made lesser than any other comic <laughs> no don't that. say that dude <laughs> come I mean, on you can't say that i mean it in terms of money in terms of writing jobs in terms of popularity in these three categories if you take all the contestants 29 out of 30 have made more than me in any one of these three things uh-huh. i mean you you fit in the lineup which uh, with with shamik or kenny sebastian you would you would do it you would do it you would kill it with, with 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 i mean i'm not talking about lineup that way i'm just saying right uh, outside of stand up right. in life the people already working towards whatever they're doing and i'm happy for them i at the moment i've gotten so many opportunities of like say come we'll work on this you sit and write this yeah, yeah, yeah. and i'm like i can't <laughs> i really can't i i've tried i've tried writing something right. i've tried to be part of a writing room right but as right. long as it's a green room and comics hanging out and yeah. saying shit to each other that's not your forte tried. that that's not your cup of tea that's really not your cup of tea that's so that's, yeah that's yeah. the only thing i look forward to that's mm-hmm. the only thing and yeah. i can't you can't be yourself in bombay you can't you... <laughs> it's like la it's like la you have to be a, 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 a big version it's, of stop stay on bombay man it's happening it's over here man i'm i see i'm all i didn't shit on any one person i'm not shit i'm just saying that if you are yourself in bombay yeah there's a good chance that you will not have a lot of people who are mm. willing to work with you right mm. so shankar then, do people and, do, uh, uh, say, do, do people recognize you from the show do they do they come yeah. up to you like oh my god ah. yeah it, it happens he's a big celebrity kevin you he walks in people are like oh shit are you guys he the comic stun guy like it yeah. happened a, a, quite a lot when the show came out and i would get a lot of people recognizing me yeah, yeah, yeah. but now it has slipped into a really comfortable place where at least twice a week or once in two weeks i'll be at a cafe i'll be sitting and i'll see four three four people being all like hey oh, you want to see that guy and then <laughs> and then yeah, about well, like... five minutes later they'll walk up to me and they're all like were you on that show and i was uh, like yes i was yeah, yeah. and i can to talk to them he sometimes take a photo and then get back to whatever i'm doing so it's a very a, comfortable a chill popularity where yeah. i know the comics who are huge if they sit at a cafe the no, whole cafe will be bill burr if bill burr sat at a cafe forget it no that couldn't happen couldn't happen no so i'm so working on that i'm working on that day where i sit and people don't allow me to eat that's my dream i want to sit in a cafe yeah, but why don't you want to get there already don't you think bilbo went through a whole long Here. duration of him getting yeah. people walking to be more like hey oh. man i watched you on that show i watched you on tonight right. show yeah. you right. were great and yeah. he worked his way towards becoming this exactly. massive 
right arena uh, guy who is now sold out like one of the arenas in yeah. in his stand up that's my dream a... that's that's my dream that's my dream working towards it dream my my ultimate dream i told kevin and anybody who knows me is to perform in a, a, a broadway comedy club uh, a new york comedy club that's my dream it's yeah. probably get a heart attack over there i, I, I don't already like... done that uh, by the way so sorry yeah but just saying that is my dream <laughs> that's my dream to perform new york uh, uh, canada or uh, mostly new york and yeah. broadway comedy club i want to perform there yeah that's what i'm going to do so just so, when, when comedy club is nice guy, it's a nice it's a nice club uh i would like to perform at comedy club at some point yeah probably comedy club is really nice that's a nice it's club really good it's really good yeah I want to perform a comedy cellar at some point. That's that's like you know. Yeah, comedy cellar. Yeah, yeah, that, that's, yeah that's, that's, comedy that's the comedy cellar. That's the goal. Is on the list. Is one of the things that you'd like to do. Yeah. Um. So, Kelt, the comic that's that I've been doing stand up for nine years with, our dream is generally never been like. I mean, we all all talk about performing in these places, right? Right. But we always get over hyped up for. finding like a chai spot um, <laughs> where we can go stand drink a cup of chai or whatever we get to drink and talk right. about like mm-hmm. hey man look at this hey man look at that that's more, we are more excited that, for that yeah. Yeah. like um, um, I, I there's can... a there's a comedy uh, um, the national comedy center do you know about this this no. thing kevin in new york Yeah, 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 I haven't been though. It's like a museum, right? Is it? Is it? It's the, a museum. Yeah, where yeah, you I haven't been there. Enter and you punch in the kind of things that you find funny, and they give you like one tour, and yep, there's yep. like a comedy club set up where you can, and there's a set of routines that you can go and do, and that thing gives me, uh, it gives me goosebumps to think about like a place like that exists. And oh yeah, yeah, I haven't been though. Where is this place? Uh, what is it about? Like. It's it's about six or seven hour drive from my house, so it's a museum. It's basically an art museum. It's not really an art museum though. It's a museum okay. for for stand up comedy though. So they have like right, right. So they have a bunch of the history though, right? You can do a bunch of cool stuff about stand. It's all about it's all about stand up and comedy though. So oh, okay, yeah, it's dedicated I'll comedy. I will definitely check it out. I'll definitely go. There. National Comedy Center, I think is National yeah, Comedy yeah, Center. Yeah, yeah. Okay. The only the only problem is like it's so far up in New York, like it's in the middle of nowhere. It's not near New York City at all, so it's in like the middle of nowhere though. To be wow. Honest, you know? Yeah. Wow. I think I think something new uh just came up. It's called the Wall. Uh, that that just opened up in time. Yeah, Square. the Wall is also a great documentary. Yeah, documentary Netflix. that we Netflix and it's actually a real place. So. Which is which is great, which is absolutely great. It's not as same as the one which you told, mm-hmm. but uh, I want to. A lot was spoken about that very recently when when that came out. People were talking about it, and it was it was on podcasts and also on couple of shows. Uh, so it was nice. I think it's is it museums for stand ups. That's amazing. Like it's it's great. Guys, what did we learn on the podcast? And Shady will start uh, yeah. with you. No, no, we start with Shankar. Then right, we go. Shankar, Shankar, Shankar. What did we learn today? Uh, holy shit! I didn't expect like a rebuttal at the end of the session. <laughs> while you wanted to, if I was paying attention, I was just like drunk on the podcast. But um, I learned that you're coming to Bangalore and gonna hound like stage time in Bangalore. Which is good, and by that I mean Kevin. Please come to Bangalore. I don't know. <laughs> I, don't know. I, um, I hope so at some point. I I've learned that um, 
through conversation i have learned that i was bullied a lot as a kid and danced a lot as a girl um <laughs> and also that enshady lives in thani that's something that i yes not mumbai thani everybody he does not live in thani <laughs> it's a part of mumbai everybody needs to know that so yes um also <laughs> the fact that you're going to start like running in uh, a mic well, in, yeah. in and that you've been in stand up for 2 years and you started with improv and then in the pandemic you've done stand up and now you do stand up quite regularly yeah and that hopefully the three of us will someday be at the comedy cellar not yeah. on stage perhaps we can go there get chai and vada pav and exactly vada pav you know vada pav say vada pav hey man don't push it okay i'm giving you vada pav i will literally bring an egg puff just to out of spite <laughs> what a nice moment that was man i wrapped up everything in project it's a very nice moment this is the bombay arrogance where they're all like see i know i, know. I see I it i see it trust me i work with it all the time i know i know shankar i know <laughs> all right so uh, this is what i learned okay thanks for asking kevin <laughs> what did you learn i actually remember, <laughs> remember and you're like no 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 i don't want to go first okay okay no i want because i was shankar's been important okay, right. right, go first go first all right So what I learned in the podcast, what I learned today is number one, there are people who will hurt hurt you on what about loves. Um, <laughs> number two, uh, Bombay is not as great as people think it is because Bangalore is equally amazingly gifted. And uh, number three, um, I learned about uh, it, it. It you have to do multiple uh, things as as a comedian to get yourself aware. of who you are like you know put yourself out there right so doing different tasks and uh, like you know like when shankar mentioned like writing is something which never hit me so i i was i was yeah so marketing yourself better is something what i would do so i also learned that uh, <laughs> uh yeah i also i also learned this very great thing uh it's okay to like uh you know like some comics but not really fall in love with them so that's that's something yeah that's something i want just like when you're mooching off people just saying like you can you can do a, a healthy mooching that's what i would say a healthy mooch that is something which i learned so and last but not least vada pav is the best thing in the world and uh, it is and it's very budget friendly and egg puff is also affordable you can do both you can put a egg puff vada pav you can mix both of them together and enjoy and also chai lovers out there chai is great so don't settle for no less uh, so that's it and yeah my dream also also we are all sharing the same dream comedy seller and getting bilber here so that we can get a conspiracy theory answered as quickly as possible because somebody is waiting so yeah that's what i learned yeah so that's my take for today <laughs> um, <laughs> what did i learn right and shady yeah, what did you learn now you ask okay okay yes, so what yes. i learned what i learned is that uh and shady is obsessed with one up pal so i've never i never had one up pal i have to try it at some point but he's obsessed because it's not just on this podcast he talks about it all the time it's not the first time he's talked about it so 
I had to try it at some point. I never tried it. He's obsessed with it. Um, also, also, I didn't know that um, Mumbai is also called Bombay. So that's something I just learned just like just through this podcast here. So that's super interesting as well. Um, I uh, learned that in, in India, like uh, all boys schools are really weird because they, 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 <laughs> they, make, they, make, their, they make people dress boys dress as girls and I'm sure it's John Courtney's therapy for that shit. <laughs> In fact, I hear like one of the only people to do it. Like I feel like it was like a prank that like the entire school was on just because of it. I don't know. Uh I I also know that he likes chai tea. Also I like chai tea too. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah. And uh, and yeah, and the Bill Burr conspiracy theory. I I believe yeah, it's yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. the carpet. Man, we need that answered. And uh, <laughs> yeah, we need um, what's like a creative name for it? like uh the the carpet. I don't know. Like we'll 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 figure it out. But we'll have to come up with a conspiracy okay. theory name. Let's get theory for that. Don't worry. Like yeah. a whole online presence for it. Yeah. Anyway, that's why I love anyway. the podcast. So, uh, Sean Cor, right. where can we find you? Where can where can people find you? Uh, idly on Instagram, perhaps is the most active I'm on at half a comic <laughs> and, uh, uh, physically in Bangalore at some venue trying to do a set. Yep. That's pretty much it. That and is... if you're, if you're a comic, how, how can, how can comics, uh, reach out to you about stage time or getting on your open mic? Instagram is the best, um, mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if it's ideal to give out my email address on this podcast. Mm-hmm. I don't know if people would write out. That's okay. With me, <laughs> if it would, my my last name dot first name at gmail.com is okay. my email ID, which is chugani.shankar at gmail.com. Anybody mm-hmm. like to reach out, I'm more than happy to to talk. And anybody like to talk about stand-up, I am game at all times. If either one of you would like to get the excel sheet that i have of over 1000 specials please yeah. send me a message and oh me i'm the first ID. guy i'm the first guy send to me i will send so, my email id to you send me your email address on instagram and i'll send you the list i will do that yes yes i will definitely do that right. yes cool so all right guys. all right what's so our that's podcast? the end of our podcast uh yes. before, yeah so thank you so much shankar i can't believe i'm saying it. thank you so much for doing this this is this yes. really means a lot to me and from one fellow bangalorean to another bangalorean i am born in bangalore okay i was born in indranagar so i'm from bangalore it's not a mumbai car. okay don't look at me like that so thank you so much for doing this this really means a lot and uh he's you know it it, it, it just felt really home talking mm-hmm. to another bangalorean it's a great comic. So I hope to see you again in more podcast episodes when we have next time we probably do some uh, random topics. Not on pissing, but yeah. on other topics. It wasn't that yes. random though. I forgot what we were talking about, but it it, it fit. It fit. <laughs> I forgot what we were talking about. All we can do we can, and chest and talking about chest hairs is not a problem because it's part of your body. All right. So <laughs> <laughs> also guys, uh, you, you know, want to finish the podcast the way you started it yeah <laughs> <laughs> at least finish the podcast with a little bit of yeah just we'll finish it like this we'll finish it like this so guys uh if you enjoyed the podcast please share it with a friend um you know we, we really really appreciate it comment yeah. down below 
Uh, also, if you're listening on audio, uh, please leave us a review, especially on Apple Podcasts. So really trying to push that now. And um, yeah, that's pretty much yeah, it. That's it. Also, that's it. Yeah. also yeah, 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 we also want to interact with you guys. So let us know. Send us the email, hangovercomedypodcast at gmail.com. How right. how can we bring some audience participation into the podcast? Absolutely. So. Comment on the video and do, I mean, follow us on Instagram. Follow, follow, please follow Shankar. And I mean, obviously yes. you are following him. So please follow him and reach out to him because, you know, it's, it's the greatest podcast in the world where people gang up on innocent people. So, but... Uh, but yes this is not uh, a targeting pitch right now <laughs> so, so yeah so do comment and share and we will catch you guys in the next episode yes see you guys bye bye, bye.